the Sci-Fora Film Podcast is a Thray Productions podcast. The Sci-Fora Film Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Sci-Fora Film Podcast. Uh, I'm Andy Walker. And this is uh, Scott Walker. Hello. Hello, Scott. You do know for anyone that is, does just listen to this as I've voice, you wave it doesn't help. I know, but that's not the point. <laughs> um, yes. So this is a uh, goodbye to 2021 and a hello to 2022. And uh, we're just going to discuss some of the films that we've looked at over the last year. Yes. And the uh, ones that we've reviewed and also just ones that we've seen that we liked and things like that. Or some that we haven't liked even. We might just discuss those as well. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> as the conversation we have normally turns to... Um, uh, us just talking out of rubbish. Well, yeah, that's just talking out of rubbish, but also talking about hemorrhoids from the deep at some point. I thought we'd get that out of the way by mentioning it now. Uh, We've got so, to go over it. That's the problem. Yeah. How, what, how, where do you want to start this? What do, we, what do you want to do? Do you want to, you want to go through some that you liked and I'll go through some that I liked? Or um, yeah, if you, if you want to go through some you liked, I'll still go through all we don't. It's the thing is like, I've realised that obviously when we do this week to week, I do three films, not doesn't seem like that much. Yeah. But then after a year of having to go through three films a week. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I know. I mean there are there have been a few a few uh a few uh features we've done. We've done haven't done many, but we've done a few. Yeah. But it's just like sort of going through them and it's said I've realised that like trying to pick out the odd few. Yeah. I've really liked or really like sort of really hated not hating that sort of and issues with it. It's actually been a lot harder than I thought we were going to. Well I've got I've got a few. Um I mean what I'm gonna start off by saying to anybody what uh, watching or listening is that there are um okay we get one, two, three, four. Four things that I would say we don't necessarily have to go through individual films for. Because from what we've seen, yes, all of the stuff by Aaron Fradkin, yeah, uh, which is, um, can't remember the name of the of his production company, um, um, something house, um, social house films, that could be social house films, yes. I think that is right. But anything by Aaron Fradkin, anything from Deformed Lunchbox. Yes. Um, all of the stuff from Burnt Mill Road. Yeah. And the films that we've seen by Nate Thompson. 
Yeah. I would um, recommend all of those without having to name them individually because they, they've all been really good. Well, it's the thing is that if nobody, to, to them, if we actually sat and done a, go for a look of the, their stuff, we could make a whole episode just on their film alone, as we have done. Absolutely. But is to sit there and actually go through in proper detail every single thing we liked about their films. Yeah. We could be here for a whole other year. <laughs> Now going back to the beginning of the short films that we did this year, I think one of the first ones that we watched that I really liked was uh, Black Ice. Yes, I was, was just, I was actually just looking at my notes about that one. Which was Goodman Films. Yeah. And that was really good. I remember the, the, the effects and the, and the actual storyline and everything was, was really good, really well made. Yeah. I was saying, it's just, it's, I've, I've realised that going back through my film, I've read through my notes, I can tell almost which ones I like more because there's not as many notes on them. Because <laughs> of the fact that I've got sit there and nitpicked with them, I've actually watched. Yeah. And, that's that, but I do, I remember that film so well. And I love, I think it's one of the first, I think it's actually one of the first ones we proper agreed on. Yeah, I think The fact so. that we both really liked. Yeah. No, it was good. It was very, very good and definitely worth watching. Um, I've got Harvey down here by Peter MacDonald. I kind of remember it, but not hugely well. But I do remember, I'm looking for it through my notes. Um, I do remember the fact that we did like it. Um, yes. Trying to find it now. <laughs> oh, lost everything. Where am I? Um, Harvey. I think that was a science fiction one, wasn't it? Or was it? I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember. Uh, also, actually, as well, while we're on the look, while we were talking about people that we've don't have to go into a lot of their films, I would say a lot of Emma's stuff that we watched, Emma Dark's yes. that we watched. I think, especially is the fact that she done the one, the first one we watched was the the one that she, the big one that she done and she put out to places when we done the interview with her. And then the one that she released, uh, that she made herself in lockdown. Lockdown, yeah. That, that, I actually think go, go her, all of her stuff was amazingly done, especially the ones where then she had to raise money herself. She had, like a lot of film people, they had to do a lot of stuff yeah. in lockdown and stuff like that, to be able to still put out the quality that they did. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. agree. Now, as Harvey was one of the experimental horrors that we... Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I remember now. The black and white one. Yes. Very, very... very... weird story, very disturbing in some ways. I remember rightly that it's one of the very, very first experimental films that we watched. Yeah. Which sort of almost got overshadowed overshadowed by some of the other experimental ones we watched. (laughs) That's very true. Um... Uh, but the smiling man, do you remember that one? The one yeah. the, kid, the kid going into the kitchen. Yeah, that was a, really bizarre. And I will say, for a lot of the ones we've watched, would have had children in them. Open my eyes a lot because yeah, it, it just shows the fact that the the, the acting quality these kids yeah, had well, for a start. Yeah, I mean, and almost all the ones we've had with children in, we've said that the acting of the children, the kids, has been incredible. Part of me does want to go and make sure the kids are all right because obviously some of the stuff that they did in these films 
would terrify any any kid. Yeah, they'd have uh, to sit there and do it probably over and over again. Yes, no, I agree with that. That it's uh, some of it is a little bit kind of disturbing to say the least. Yeah. Um, but uh, what else we got? Let's have a look. I've got. I've lost my page now. I've lost my page, mate. Uh, I've turned the page over. And I can't see anything now. Uh, um, motion detected. That was one which was kind of okay, right, partly at first, but then went really good towards the end. The effects yeah. on it and that were really, really good. With the guy's home security system. Yes, I do. I think another one I, I, I've really liked looking back on that. Back at it. it was one of the horror films we've done. Um, Oh, sorry. Which is the the pig face one? Oh yeah, uh, the, 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 the sort of was it the self build? Yes, the twist ending. I I really yeah. really like that. I can't remember what it's called. Pig man. Pig face. Pig face. Yeah, by uh, Crypt TV. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah, no, bad. Someone I, I reminded me so much about some of the films that we've watched, and it's just mad. Um, also, to remember that we've gone through this many. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there was also, I mean, some of the ones that we watched that were that were put us that were picked for uh, for Scream Fest. I mean, yes. uh, a Mother's Love that was the Scream Fest one, and uh, Attack of the Brain Sucker, which was fantastically odd but brilliantly done. Yeah. Um, um got, yeah, father, I broke down. That was another one with the kids, I think. It was, it was a bit Yeah. As you said, they're they're a bit close to home sometimes. They can Yeah. It's just it's sad as I remember watching some days and thinking to myself, like I I, I said before the whole way through this kind of Growing up watching horror films, not much freaked me now, or yeah, gets you know, me sort of to the point where I'm like, oh wow. But a lot of these ones we watched with kids and them, I gen- genuinely now sat there and gone, that has freaked me out a lot more. And I don't know whether or not it's because of the fact that the kids in the film were around about the age that my two are, or because of the fact that it was beforehand, I've not really thought about it. Mm. But to sit there and think about it and sit there and go, you know what? If especially when the kid like they've gone to like when the parents have almost not believed them in the film. Yeah. And then to sit there and go, I'm not too to, to have to sit there and have that thought in my head. It's like, I don't know whether or not I would believe or what would be run through my head if my two come to me and said that. Yeah. And it's like that was that was where we got some of the really good twist on. That was like a, a mother's love. That was the one. Yes. Where they had the twist that the, the mum was, the, the dad and the daughter were kind of in on it together. Yeah. Which was really kind of, wow, that, I wasn't expecting that to be that kind of twist somehow. And it was a bit, uh, yeah. Um, There's a few that we've gone through. Uh <sighs> Got to my notes where I decided to write all my notes in orange pen to throw my eyes at for a minute. <laughs> I will say as well, though, 
while we're on the ones with that, the the uh, leading up to sort of as we're going through the um, the feature we done the butchers. Yeah, butchers. I will say cool. we need to mention that because that obviously we've got a chance to interview them. Um, yeah. the, the, the knowledge they put out about the fact that there is going to be a butchers too, which yeah. amazed me because hardly anyone survives in the first. I'm looking forward to that, you know. But it, it was a really good film. It was really well done. Yes. And, and it, uh, it it kind of surprised me just how good it was, to be honest. And I don't mean that to sound nasty towards them or anything, but... No, but I you know, get what you mean. It's, it's a, you know, it's a low-budget film made by a group of people. It's, it's, as far as I know, it's their first real feature. Yeah. Thing. So I wasn't expecting huge things from it, but it was really good. And to, to say, when we when we sat and talked to them, for them to say, actually, that a lot of it was wasn't just down to sort of one person, or it wasn't just down to the actor, it was down to yeah. like the producer, the director, the the, the, um, the makeup team as well, sort of running with their ideas. Yeah, yeah. And the fact, if I remember rightly, when their makeup their makeup artist was like the first time she'd done a lot of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like to sit there and have these people that. Are, it's their first time doing it to make this good of a film. Absolutely. I think it's very, very, to show, to shows their talent they have. I mean, um, yeah, well, I, mean, I think the thing is that all of these people making films on, on low budgets like this, it kind of, they, they do have an incredible amount of talent. And, and I think the problem is sometimes is that their short films especially get overlooked. And yeah. when they make a feature it's difficult for them to get it out there because people don't know who they are. But they did get Butters onto Amazon Prime. Yes. Which I think it's still on there. I don't know. I, would imagine uh, I don't know. I don't know. Look, but... Um, um, I, will, I will say as well, just looking through, because I've, I've almost put a tick next to all the ones that I've really liked. And the ones that we've watched by the CG bros... Yeah. Uh, so we've got uh, Vengeance and uh, one of the others earlier on, whereas a lot of it is obviously it's computer graphics. Right? But the what I think what we like about is the fact that it was it was very well done with the way that it was done with this. It wasn't overused with a lot of that stuff. Yeah, and it's it's very real. It's realistic CGI, if you like. It doesn't yeah. look like it's the movements are very well done and the, and things like that. I think work really well. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, most, it's funny though because most of the stuff that I I remembered straight off was horror stuff. Yeah, but there were a couple of science fiction ones. One of the ones I remember, if, do you remember Burnt Grass? Yes, I, do you know what? I've just looked, I have literally just gone past my notes about that one. The one about the the, the duplicating machine. Yeah, that was brilliant. That was so well done. Yeah, I understand. I think, and I think that's one of the things that I liked is the fact that with that, it wasn't, it wasn't shoved in your face and ex- over-explained. It was sort no. of very subtly done with all that. I think it was very, that's what I think really I liked today. Anyway. Absolutely. Um, now, of the more recent stuff we've done, I've got to say that I think my favourite one that we've done recently has got to be Wild. I yeah. absolutely love that film. I know that that's a bit weird. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But I really love it. I think it's a brilliant film. It's, it's just so 
well put together and so well thought out. It, it, I suppose, it, yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little sick, but hey, you know. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. But it's just, it's, there's a lot of... It's, I think it's very hard to sit there and uh, pick out individually ones that we've done We've like, gone above and beyond the rest because the fact that I've said is the fact that they're all they've all got their own ideas, they've all got their own, um, or they've all been the ideas that have been done before, but they've made them run. Yeah, sit there and have to sit there and sort of go. So, let's like, say, for instance, we sit there, we have to pick a film between Burnt Mill Road and the Range Lunchbox. Oh, Lunchbox, sorry, to sit there and have to pick a film between one of their ones that we've watched. So hard to do because of the fact that. They, they, even though that they can make it almost exactly the same film, they're both unique. Oh yeah, and yeah, just... yeah. yeah. I love it to think like <laughs> the full lunchbox ones are, are just kind of the 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 humour they have is incredible. The effects they have yeah. are incredible, and and they have this thing of of just kind of like um, taking something and just kind of going on a such a weird angle with it. Yeah, I think that's I think that's one of the reasons why I agree with why I've liked it so much is the fact that it is it's got it's got their own twist on it, but then to sit there and actually halfway through it's all go so wild and weird with your ideas. And yeah. it is not obvious ideas either. No. And it's things like I mean, I, I love the, the ones by Aaron Fradkin. What I love about him is that he can get away with making the film with this, exactly the same synopsis about a dozen times, where all it says is there's something in the other room, and it's yeah. just fantastic. It's just because <laughs> it's always something different in the other room. Yeah, and that's the thing <laughs> I think of like the fact that he's, he's constantly like he got to after sort of the third film of watching this. It's like one of these days I, mean, I was expecting him to say it, and it just had nothing to be there. <laughs> and just do a film with like a five minute long film or something and just end up in the other room just everyone's so expecting there to be something oh, yeah you don't actually see what's in the room when you do hear yeah. <laughs> but so, the, same, the fact is as well that a lot of the films we've watched um, or a few of the films we've watched the ones that have been award winners or they've been picked for short of the week channels and have, I think have been them ones have, have done very well yeah, yeah. The fact that, especially for the ones that have been short of the week, because of the fact that there are so many short films out there, as we've found out. Yeah, yeah. And to be picked to put on a channel or even be given that award for short of the week, it's so high when there's mm. so many films being put out. Yeah, no, I agree. Now, I've got to make mention here of the uh, Romford Horror Film Festival, which I had the... the uh, pleasure of going to and some of the films that they had on there uh, that I got to see unfortunately there's only one or two of these that seem to be on um, YouTube or somewhere on the internet for you to watch the only one I've found so far that it's all on there is Boris in, Boris in the Forest which is really worth watching if you're into if you're into the history of, of horror films it's worth watching um, but the ones I'm, I, I definitely want to mention is Extraneous Matter. It's the, <laughs> yeah. sex, the sex squid film. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, the Allotment, which is excellent. It's still doing the, the, the rounds, I think. Uh, Kidnap, which is good. Parker is absolutely fantastic. 
it, it's a great film. Um, you got uh, Delphine, that's really good. Human Trash is a great science fiction uh, sort of horror thing. Boris in the Forest is, is great and, and a bit unexpected in lots of ways. Elevatera, which is good. Um, fantastic piece of anime called A Piglet's Tale. Okay. Um, and finally, the penny dropped, which was really good, which we, I interviewed the, the maker of. We also interviewed the people who made the allotment. Um, well, what I would say is um, some of them have got trailers and things on YouTube. Have a look at the trailers and see if you can find somewhere to watch the film because they're really worth it. Um, and then, of course, there were the, there were the, the fantastic... Um, feature films that they had on there. They had the uh, director's cut of The Exorcist, which isn't much different to the original, but it's still fantastic. It's such a great film. It really is such a great film. And of course, the wonderful, wonderful Manos, The Hands of Fate. Uh, that's available on, on, on YouTube. Please watch it because it is so worth it. It's it, Lots of people reckon it's the worst film ever made. I disagree completely. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Well, I'm um, sure we've watched a few that can be it's, classed. Like that. It, yeah, it's it's brilliant in the way in, in it's brilliant in the way that the hemorrhoids from the deep isn't. It's it's, <laughs> it's one of these ones that's so awful. It's genius. The fact that you said we we're going to try and do that at the beginning, we've still slipped another dig in there. I know. <laughs> But then, but it is, it's true. It's got everything that that's missing, which is kind of like, it's got the, the whole thing where you just, you want to cheer You mean decent acting? No, no, <laughs> awful acting. It's a terrible storyline. It's got awful acting. It's really badly edited and incredibly badly made. Really cheap and dreadful. But that's what makes it great. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So those are the films from the the, the Romford Horror Film Festival that uh, are done. And anyone who lives in the local area, uh, watch out for the next one because I'm sure the, you know they said they want to do it again. Um, and depending on what things are going on in the country as far as the COVID things are happening, um, they're hoping to do it back in its normal slot this year, which is more around sort of like uh, November October time. So it fits in with Halloween on that type of thing. Fair enough. I would like to add before we carry on to all the feature films and ones we've watched elsewhere. There are two films. Well, actually, I say so. There's two films I'd like to add before I add to the third one, which is in the rooms for which we watched recently, which is the one based on Mel I think is probably one of the best that we've what I think anyway, that we've watched this year. Yeah. Because of the fact that the way it was done. And purely for the fact that the comedy factor in it is the Untitled, untitled Earth 64 one. Yes. Yeah. Purely just for the comedy factor in that one. It is very good. It's so well done. I would say, I think they're the best ones. But I would like to add as well the fact that one thing that I actually thought you might have mentioned, but you didn't, which is the, your film. Yeah. Well, I, I feel a bit. I feel it wrong talking about the film that I'm in because I feel like, yeah, if I say it's really good, people go, yeah, you would say that, wouldn't you? Well, 
this is the thing, yeah, it's the fact that, yeah, okay, there are people probably out there, if you turn around and said, yeah, this is a really good film, we probably would go, that's a bit biased. Same really if I said it, I suppose. But as we've heard on the one that me and Simon done and the fact that for everyone else that I've seen, that have shown, that have seen it, is an amazingly good film, especially from the like John, I think, makes quite good films anyway. Yeah. I was said that before, but the fact that as you've said this is your first big sort of acting thing, being the lead anyway. So now yeah. as you keep pointing out to me, you're in <laughs> bloody red cone one for only 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I've been in a couple of other films that haven't come out, but <laughs> yeah. But it's the fact that this is, and the fact that Lummy and Simon said it is it's not you. It's completely opposite to the way that you are. Yeah. And to act like that would have been hard, but I think it's such an amazing film. Thank you. And it's the same, the fact that Amy's watched it as well, she thinks it's an amazing film. I know Mum watched it, and it's a good film. Admittedly, she agreed it's completely opposite to the way you normally are. But I said, the fact that, and, and the fact that, as you and John have both said and we interviewed you, is it's so especially from John anyway. He's, he almost doesn't doesn't realize how, sort of how well films do with it because when he gets praised, he does seem even now seem really shocked by it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I, he's a very good a very good director to work for or work with, um, and and he kind of. He kind of makes you feel at ease and, and he, he kind of uh, he knows the right things to say to make you feel that you want to do better, which is really yeah. good. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it was good fun to do. I, I, I like it. I like it as a film. Uh, it, it wasn't me, I like it as a film. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was, it was, it was good fun to do. It was good, uh, good, a great experience. Working there were fantastic. You know, the, the, well, I have got one thing to ask. This is a follow-up, mainly. To, have you got over your sort of fear of eating, or not fear of your dislike of eating pizzas yet? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't mind pizza now so much now, but I don't eat it very often. I must admit. Yeah, not something that, I have all the time. But Sam, is it? I know we've gone on about the films that we like. I don't think there's a few. There is an odd few films. Of what we don't like, and I know we keep having digs. <laughs> An odd few films. I know oh, you know what I mean. Like yeah. ones that we've we've blatantly said that we've dislike. Yes, but I know there's been a few we've gone. Oh, that's got that's got this issue, this issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely a few films. I think that there have been a few that we've we've actually sort of said no, that's absolute rubbish. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, I'm. I find it harder saying that about the short films than I do about feature films because yeah. feature films normally have a bit more money, a bit more time and a bit more of everything put into them. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the short films don't, they don't have a lot of time. They don't have the money. They don't have the equipment. They don't have the cast. They don't have the, the sets and the, and the, the, you know, the, uh, the money to, to use um, places to film and things like that. Well, that's one of the things I actually remember. One, I can't remember what, what the film was called, and I can't for the life of me find the um, notes on it. One of the films we watched at the beginning of the year, I think, was uh, one of the zombie apocalypse films. 
Right. And we actually said that we, it was the acting in it was awful, but it was their very first film. Oh, yeah. oh, I know the one you mean, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, the one where they... It they, was they, the, the, the very first film. And, yeah, and the very first bit. film, the very first attempt here. They had no money done it. Everyone in it was all family and friends. And yeah. and even that, we turned around and said, yeah, okay, there were issues with it, but yeah. it was a good way of starting. Now, obviously, when we watch adventure films, then they've been absolutely atrocious. We've ripped them apart. Yeah. But I do agree with you. But when it comes to short films, I think we are we have been a bit more lenient it's, because I mean, of the fact yeah. that, it, like you said, it takes a lot more a lot more effort. I think to do a short film, especially when you've got no money, you've got you're having to sort of alter favors and and have select times when you film it. It's not like in a short film you can just close off a rope. And most of the time, people who do features have got a bit more experience because you. You don't go into doing a feature without having without knowing some of what you're doing because I mean, that's what people people do. They they start off making short films and then they make features once they've got a bit more experience under their belts. They manage to get a bit more money together or, or whatever. Um, and I think that because of that, I kind of expect a bit more from them. Yeah, I do agree with you. Um, which may be wrong on my part because some of the ones we've seen, even the features, have been ones that have been made by people who who have come out making short films and are really kind of making them in the same kind of way. Yes. Um, but yeah, I do I do know what you mean. It's um it's a difficult thing. I feel I sometimes feel bad about about tearing films apart or, 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 or saying I don't like films or, or whatever, except when they're made by big companies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, they, if they're a big-name company or they've got big-name actors in or anything like that in them, like Humanoids from the Deep, without being funny, <laughs> at the time that that was made, Doug McClure was quite a big-name actor and it was made by a relatively large... Like, yeah. You know, studio, and it's rubbish. Um, so <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, yeah. the thing is, though, so are we going to talk about other things we've watched this year? Or well, yeah, no, I was going to say I was, was going to mention the fact that we, of course, the, the both versions of Halloween we did, which I, I loved both of them for different reasons. Yeah, um, this was is was great. Um, and uh, no, that was it really, because we mentioned butchers and, and that kind of thing. They were the ones we could mention other things we've watched throughout the year if you want. I've only got four down here, and two of those are ones that I've watched in the last two weeks. Or so, oh, are these ones that you is one of these ones you watched purely by accident, by any chance? No, no. <laughs> one of them I watched uh, completely aware of what it was, and the other one I watched because there's a load of films. On YouTube, there's a load of full-length films on YouTube, and all it says is 2018 horror film. Yeah. Or 2017 science fiction film, or whatever. And it tells you nothing about what the film is called, or what the film's about, or anything about it at all. Okay. So I just thought I'd try watching some of these. And some of them have been bloody atrocious, to be honest with you. And, and I've just kind of not bothered. 
so I just haven't bothered carrying on watching them. I've started watching it and I thought, no, this is awful. I'm not going to watch the rest. Wow. I will say that says a lot for a lot of, for a film. <laughs> no, I, just... know, I know some of the stuff you've watched. <laughs> no, I don't mind watching rubbish if I'm watching rubbish. If I know I'm sitting out to watch rubbish, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, if I'm watching something to try and be entertained, I want to, be able to find something that might entertain me. Um, but anyway, the, the 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 two films that I've watched previously got to mention Willy's Wonderland because it is a fantastically, fantastically bizarre film, but absolutely fantastic. And the fact that what I loved about that film is the fact that the main actor, and we will say this, Nicholas Cage is in it. The fact that it's an hour and a half almost, or maybe a bit longer, and he doesn't say a word. No, it's fantastic. And I think it's I think it's just hilarious. The fact that he just I think all you hear is him when he's drinking to sort of make that, that sort of, yeah, sort of yeah. But that's it. It's it is brilliant. It's it's a fantastically <laughs> brilliant film. And I think I I I am determined and I'm gonna try and get get it done somewhere. But it needs to be put on somewhere in a double bill with uh, the um, the Banana Splits film because I think they go together so well. They do, and it's scary. It's scary about you talk the different types of films that all seem to be around animatronics, actually. Yes, no, but that was brilliant. Um, the other one I've got to mention is Freaked. Now I've that talked is. to you about Freaked, but I don't think you've watched it yet. It's um. It stars Alex Winter, yeah. who was uh, in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure with Keanu Reeves. Uh, and, and he plays uh, an actor uh, who kind of has some strange things go on in his life, but he ends up outcast and all this kind of thing. And he, he, he gets damaged uh, and he ends up in this freak show place. And the freak show is incredible. The, 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 the characters in this freak show are incredible, including Mr. T in a dress. Oh, yes. Uh, I now remember what when you yeah. tell me. Uh, a guy who's got a sock for a head, and his, vo- his voice is done by Bobcat, Bobcat Goldthwaite. And uh, it's just an incredible film. It's really, and it's got Randy Quaid in it who is a bit of a lunatic at the best of time. Most of the Quades are. Um, but it is a fantastically odd film. I, I sat and watched that film all the way through with my yeah. mouth open because <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was watching. See, I, I watched, obviously, like I've said, I, I watched Willie's on that. I think, actually, I was the one that told you to watch it, if I'm Hello, but it's it's definitely one of the top um, Nicholas Cage films I've watched. Um, I, I part the more you tell me about Freaks, the more I'm split. <laughs> it's part of me watching. really wants. Yeah, part of me really wants to watch it. Right, and then there's a big part of me just going, "Why?" Yes. Well, no, there is, no, that is perfectly reasonable. It's a perfect, because re- I asked myself the same, same question. When I got to the end of it, I thought, why did I watch that? But I couldn't stop. It's one of those weird things. I just could not stop myself from watching it because I wanted to know what was going to happen. What is the it was so bizarre. 
what I think is quite funny is obviously nobody can say say me at my but Amy said next to me she's not feeling too well she said but every single time you described that I could see out in the corner of my eye her just shaking her head going oh <laughs> everything you described it's the most bizarre thing ever uh, but it's it's great fun to watch um, the other two that I watched one that I meant to watch it's been something I've been thinking about for quite a while now I have a problem with Russell Crowe my problem with Russell Crowe is the fact that I've seen him in films that I think are absolutely excellent, like uh, Beautiful Mind and things like that. And I've also seen him in films that I think are absolutely garbage. Yeah. And his acting in them is absolutely garbage. So I was a bit unsure of myself, but I watched a film the other day called Unhinged. Okay. Which is about, it's about, Overreaction to road rage, basically. Oh, actually, I think I think I've seen a trailer to this. Russell Crowe plays this guy who's gone a bit psycho, gone a bit psycho, and he's having a bad day. And um, well, I'll show you how bad a day he's had. Right, is it starts off with him. Um, battering his ex-wife and her boyfriend to death and then setting fire to their family house that they're in. That's the kind of bad day he's having. Okay. And then this woman sort of like hammers on the horn at a junction where he's waiting to, to pull out and he doesn't take too kindly to it. Okay. And, and proceeds to go on a killing spree and all sorts of other things all around her and it's but it's incredibly good i wouldn't say yeah. it's necessarily a horror film there are some horrific bits in it <laughs> but it's 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 a it's just such a it's a dark kind of twisted film and it's but it's so well done and he plays that part so well in fact from what things I've read about Russell Crowe and things I've seen with him when he's been not when he's not been too sober and being yeah. interviewed, I would say he wasn't far off playing himself in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's always the best ones to play. <laughs> um, so there was that one, and the other one, which was the one of the ones that doesn't say what it is on on YouTube, just says it's a, a horror film. I can't remember what year it is. Whether it's 2021, 2020, something like that. Anyway, it's called Dark Encounter. Okay. It's a fantastic film. It starts off, and I kind of had the feeling it was going to be a fairly straightforward alien abduction sort of film. And then it kind of settles down into more of a kind of um, murder mystery kind of thing, and then becomes more alien abduction again, <laughs> and then takes a real sideways thing which is where these aliens actually show this woman who murdered her daughter. And it turns out they're not actually aliens as such. They're just kind of, they watch over us. And if we can't get things sorted out, they try to help us to sort them out. But it is, they're almost like intergalactic police. Sort of. 
Which is very bizarre that I've just said that like with an explanation. It's, it's <laughs> such a good film. It's so re I mean, I know nothing about it really. It, by the looks of it, by the, by, by the looks, I mean, I had to look up the title of it because I couldn't work out what the title was because it doesn't say yeah. anywhere on the film. So I had to look it all up. And um, by the looks of it, it's, it's, it's made on a fairly cheap budget and it's a kind of low, it's a low budget, low sort of, um, low key sort of film. It wasn't put out yeah. on a major by major uh, studios and all this sort of thing. But it is a really, really good film. Um, there was another one I watched, which I don't, I haven't worked out what the title of it is yet, but it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's also quite good. It's another one of those, those ones. But it's a gangster movie, British gangster film, okay. right? that turns into some kind of weird supernatural thing where the, the, they're burying people in the forest and they're all coming back. They all come back to life to get their revenge on the guys that killed them. But they're all stuck in the forest. They can't get out of it. <laughs> They've got no way of getting out of the forest because that's where they've been killed and buried. And it's, okay. it's, really, it's really weird because it just starts <laughs> off with what seems like a normal gangster movie and then goes completely somewhere else. I was, was going to say, like, the films that I've watched this year were quite weird, but they almost <laughs> sound quite normal now. So, obviously, like, like you said, we both watched the Halloween films, and I love the Halloween films, especially. Mm. I, I love the, I like the first one. Further set the, the more modern one because of the fact, mainly because of the stuff I've got on me. Um, I don't know. Maybe just because of the fact I'm a little bit sick of twisting and I actually like the fact that more killing in it. Um, <laughs> I've also watched another one of these films this year, which not too proud of the fact that I went out and purposely want to watch it, which was The House of a Thousand Corpses. All right. But I love that again. I love that film. Not again, not just because of the fact it's a Rob Zombie film, but because of the fact that I like them films. Yeah. I have watched as well one of my all time favorite films, sci fi films. I was trying to see whether or not I could convince myself to watch it as, if I could watch it and cast it as a Christmas film. Okay. But I was what I, I loved, I have watched Starship Troopers. Oh, right. Which I was trying to trying to figure out in my head all, all over Christmas whether or not I could justify it as a Christmas film. I'm not sure it works as a Christmas film. See, loads of people have said that to me. <laughs> But yeah, so I, but the thing is, I haven't actually watched a lot of films. Like last year, I watched quite a few, but this year, I don't know. I just I haven't watched that many, really. Like I've watched obviously the ones we come for the podcast, but I haven't actually watched any off my own back. Really. Not that sci-fi and horror, anyway. I think I might have watched a couple, probably because of the fact that they were on. Yeah, but. I don't think I've watched, I don't think actually some of the kids' films that I've watched I've had, unless you want to count Monsters vs. Aliens, the kids animated one. It's a sci-fi. Yeah. No. Which I watched kids my kids this weekend. But yeah, other than that. You got you got to admit it, it's as sci-fi as Santa Conquers the Marsons. Oh, I think this one might cast more. 
But no, I know what you mean. I've only been, it's been the last sort of month or two. I've just kind of got a bit bored with what's been on the telly. Yeah. So I've started looking at all the stuff on YouTube because there's tons and tons of full movies on YouTube. And as I say, the thing that got me was the amount of them that doesn't don't have names or descriptions or whatever. And the picture sometimes is a, a completely different film. Well, this is the thing is that I, I thought, I've got to find out what some of these ones are. Because of the fact that obviously later on at night, I chill, I chill a lot upstairs. So well, I, 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 because my free view things out, I don't actually have a lot. I don't watch the upstairs. So I might have to start watching a few more things on YouTube because it's just random stuff I watch. But really normally sort of during the day when I'm when I'm here watching films, they're not really films that are, are class as horror or sci-fi that are on during the day, unless I purposely go on to Sky Films. <laughs> I don't really think yeah. like, especially over the Christmas period, the ones that are shown on Channel 5 and stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, I just, I've... I sort of got out of the habit of watching them. I used to watch them quite often, but I don't know. I've spoiled it for you. Well, it's the thing is, I, I think it's also as well as the fact that there's not really been a lot of films come out in the last year or so that I've gone to myself, do you know what, I, I want to watch that. Mm. Either, either ones that have been in the cinema or ones that have come on to TV, there's not been, really been ones that I've got, do you know what, I purposely will make time to watch that. I mean, there have been a few other films I've watched that haven't been sort of horror. Um, haven't really been sci-fi. Sort of. I, um, I, I find it difficult because a superhero film, sci-fi, it's difficult to... Yeah, it's just, that's one of the issues I've got, is the fact that I watch a lot of Marvel and DC stuff anyway. Yeah. Whether or not they... Because if you look at their classifications, they technically pass as action, action and adventure. Or, yeah. yeah. None I, watched, I watched um, the second Wonder Woman film the other day. Yeah. I, again, I've, I've, oh no, I have watched that one. It's the second Aquaman film that's coming out. I watched, I watched the second Wonder Woman film and it was, wasn't anywhere near as good as the first one. Um, and, I, and I still think that, um, I still think that. that DC just don't have the film thing. It's like I liked Aquaman. I liked the first Wonder Woman film. I like Justice League sort of. Um, even when I watched the Zack Snyder one, that was even that was better than the original one, but still not really great. The Zack Snyder one's about twice the length. That's what I know. It's four hours long, but I would still rather watch the Avengers films. See, I think. My problem is with that is the fact that with DC is the fact they carry on simply remaking the same ones. Like Batman's been done God knows how many times and they've got a new one coming out again soon. Mm. Superman's been done so many times now. And it's just getting to the point where it's just like if you carried on the pro- progress, you could change the act and change it bit that way, not redo them. Not redo them, yeah. yeah. and I think what Marvel have done there is just the fact that we're, they've they almost carry on the story from each film. Yeah. It's, it's a great way of doing it. The, 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 the Marvel TV series ones that I've seen haven't been great, but the DC TV series ones have been really good. Yeah. Which is bizarre. <laughs> See, um, this just goes again. It's about the fact that, like we said, with short films are feature films. But you don't have to be a small-time company to make short films. No. Obviously, the way that DC are doing it with their TV ones, 
It's the fact they seem to be a lot better because they don't put, they can do it. Yeah. They can make them shorter and put more stuff in. The other thing as well is the fact that it's like um, I've always, I always, when I was younger and I used to read the comics, you know that. I always felt that DC had the best villains, but Marvel had the best heroes, which is why I was really looking forward to Suicide Squad. And then when yeah. the first Suicide Squad film came out, I thought it was rubbish. It was really not really good at all. I liked Birds of Prey. That was good. And I haven't seen the newer Suicide Squad film um, yeah, So I'm, going to, I'm planning on watching that in the next few days. Hopefully. This is the thing as well, though. The whole sci-fi thing is the fact that there's not really been a lot of... Like, horror-wise... Yeah. Again, there's a few films that have caught my eye, but I've not really gone... But sci-fi-wise, there's not really any films that have got... There haven't, been, there haven't been a huge amount of sci-fi films coming out in the last... No. Time, really. I think, the last, honestly, the last sci-fi film that I see come out that I genuinely was excited to watch was actually Star Trek. Which I is the last was the, the last one, and that's one of the genuine. I could genuinely say that's the last time I see a sci-fi film come out, and I went, you know what? I'm looking forward to. See. If we if we're not counting um, superhero films, I think the last science fiction film I went to see the pictures was Inception. Yeah, see, I, I, I've watched Inception. I don't know whether or not it's just the fact it's got Leonardo DiCaprio or what. I don't like it. I, I thought it was really good. But um, I don't know. I, I don't rate a lot of stuff that he's in. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. But it, it's uh, it's a good sort of idea, the story behind it. I really okay. like. But um, I mean, as far as sci-fi goes, stuff goes on, you know, on TV, and that I haven't watched a huge amount, really. Oh, can't um, see. I've got no desire to see a lot of the films that come out because I don't really. It's like June, I'm not really into watching... I, I got fed up with watching saga-type films, and I'm not really interested in June at all. Didn't like the books. Tried to read the books years ago, didn't like it. Um, I'm going to say something now, which I think a lot of people will disagree with completely, but I didn't bother watching the second Blade Runner film because I thought the first one was too long and very dull. See, I watched, I've watched both of them, and apart from... The odd little tie near the end. If you turn around and said to me, "They're two different films," I'd believe them. If they would say, "You'd sit there and go, these two, these films have got apart from odd little names, it yeah. got nothing to do with each other," I would believe you. But, um, but again, there's, there's certain know, films. There's a few films that I haven't seen that I would like to have seen, like um, The Martian. I'd like to have seen that. I haven't seen that yet. Seen the one? The Martian. Oh, okay. Um, and there was another one, but I can't remember what it was called. I don't know. Anyway, we've been talking for a long time. <laughs> Amy has actually just pointed out one thing to me, and I have I have had a chance, mainly because it fits with the gaming side of my life. No. And the fact that it's got Mila, whatever her face is, I can't remember her last yeah. name, woman was in um, Resident Evil, mm-hmm. um, is in it, which is Monster Hunter. 
Which technically it. fits in both because it is with the horror side of it with the monsters and that, and the sci-fi way because of I've seen trailers for it, but I haven't seen the film. He obviously being the fact it's part it's adapted from a game. It, I have well, I'm a bit dubious about it, but I still yeah. want to see it because of the fact it's the people that are in it. And the fact that from the trailers I've seen in it, it is meant to be very, very good. Yeah. Now, if they can make it as freaky and as jump, because there are some jump scares in the game, so if they can do that in the film and do it very, very well, I think it would fit very well. So that's, that's my last one. I think that I am looking forward to. I think Amy, Amy has to reminded me about that. But <laughs> fair enough. Right. So um, that's kind of us for 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 this year. Yes. Uh, we will be back at the beginning of February. Uh, yeah. I'm planning for us to be back at the beginning of February. We will be doing some um, feature films and some short films, and we may do a mixture of the two in the same shows. We might do just a show on a feature film. We might do a feature film and a short, depending on how long the feature film is. We will do old, we will do new, we will do science fiction, and we will do horror. And because people keep moaning about a saying about we will do it, we will do time travel films. I don't see the point in them. Not many of them, though. I'll make sure we don't do too many. Um, <laughs> also, we will be starting a new podcast at some point. Yes, I was going to say yes. We are. We will start. Uh, we are starting our new one. We've had. Funnily enough, we keep asking you lot for asking to send us questions. 90% of them don't seem to be about any of the films. <laughs> they seem to be more about when we just go on rounds, what we talk about. So, yes, we have started up a new podcast. We, or we will be starting up a new podcast in the end of January, beginning of February, same time. Um, we have found, come up with a name. It is called Ask Us Absolutely Anything. We'll say, as much as the title says, Ask Us Anything, as long as we can put it out and actually put it on a podcast on YouTube, yes. yes, you can ask us anything. We have legal and moral things that yeah i don't really want to have to oh is anything but not going to cause us issues (laughs) you locked all that thing last ask is absolutely anything that doesn't cause us issues that we're not going to get into absolutely that's that's a definite thing yes Uh, so yes you can be answering them you can contact us uh, on YouTube. Look at look our things up on YouTube uh, uh, and stuff, or uh, contact us through the uh, podcast um, channel by leaving comments and things on the podcasts or wherever, whatever I don't know. What I'm talking about. They're also um, on Facebook, both individually and as the Sci-Fi Film Podcast. I don't know why I went to say anything else. No, uh, yeah, and um, I'm on Instagram. Yeah, we're, you're on Instagram, so we're both on Instagram. Oh, we're both our, on produ- Instagram. our production team is on Instagram. Our production team is on Instagram. Uh, Thrave Productions are on Instagram, <laughs> as well as the uh, channel that puts out the uh, video version of this podcast and uh, produces the audio version as well. Right. Uh, thank you very much, Scott. That's okay. It's been a wonderful year um, having you and Amy on the show to do 
the things. And I would also like to say a thank you to Simon for uh, doing the special uh, yes. edition of the show when he stood in as a guest presenter. Yeah, he stood in because you stepped out. Because I stepped out, yes. And uh, also to all of the people that we've interviewed any time during the last year, we hope to do some more interviews next year. Uh, try and get hold of some of the people that we've said they like all their films and get all that kind of thing done. Um, so Special thank you as well to Nate. Yes, yeah, special thank you to Nate for listening and watching. Um, so I just leave you to say, uh, I hope you all had a good Christmas. I... Uh, would like to wish you all a very happy new year uh, and uh, we will see you again in 2022. Bye. Bye. The for a film podcast. Sci-Fora Film Podcast is a Thrave Productions podcast.